Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have two special guests with me. I have Lori Cavaniero from Caribou, Maine, and I have Jillian Medore from Presque Isle, Maine. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thanks. Well, I wanted to discuss with you both today the power of prayer. We know that prayer changes things. We know that there's power in the prayer of agreement. And Lori, that brings me back to a time where you had a dream about the power of the prayer of agreement. Talk to the listeners today about that. Well, it, it was interesting. Um, it really shook me up when I woke up and I knew that I had to share the dream with you, Angel, because you were in the dream with myself. And in the dream, there was a giant dark tornado coming at the two of us and I took you by the hand and we laid down on the ground face down and the storm passed over and then the two of us stood up and we pointed our finger at the tornado and we spoke to it and it dispersed into little demons who ran away and the gist of it what I felt the Lord was speaking to me was that you and I have power in prayer when we agree and that it really causes change to happen. So from then on I've pretty much um, felt if I had a need or felt if you had a need that we needed to pray together in unity because we have unity of heart and God showed me that in that dream, that there's power in our words when we pray together. Power of agreement. The Bible says, <clears throat> excuse me, speak to that mountain. So whatever mountain is in any listener's life today, they have the power to speak to that. They do. And if they don't have the confidence to handle it on their own and they feel like it requires more than just themselves in their living room, I think it's important to call, ask the Lord to show you who he has lined up for you as a prayer partner, someone that would come in agreement with you. Any brother or sister in Christ, if you're a female, I would call a female. If you're a male, I would call another male. If it's a huge, huge issue, um, sometimes I think it's important to have a prayer team and be a part of a prayer team and having them lifting you up in that issue because I've been a part of many prayer teams before and gone through several issues and I, I have felt supported and I felt the faith of more than just myself praying alone. It's hard to pray just alone. The Bible does say one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000. So there is uh, power in numbers. Absolutely, and I want to just share uh, the Lord had given me an illustration of that years ago and it you were at a prayer meeting at my home and our youngest son um, had a sparkler and he wanted us to go see the sparkler and I went to the door to see it and it produced a little bit of light a little bit of smoke and a little bit of noise um, so then I went back in and we were continuing to pray and then he really encouraged us all to come out because he had taken several sparklers and he had taken them apart and he had put them in a tin can. And he lit the tin can and when he did, 
it produced a lot of sound, a lot of smoke, a lot of light. It was powerful compared to that one little sparkler. And I felt the Lord spoke to my heart and said, Lori, when you pray by yourself, you're like that single little sparkler. You produce a little light, a little smoke, a little change. But when you come together in unity as a prayer group with several women, there is powerful change that happens and there's a lot of change in the atmosphere when you're in unity like that. So it really encouraged me to pray with other people. I really enjoy too the main prayer strategy uh, prayer meetings that they're having here in Arista County and we encourage every listener to get involved. That's uh, male, female, together they're coming in corporately um, uniting tearing down those denominational walls and coming together and just declaring the word of the Lord over our area and we're seeing great answers. Absolutely. I mean it's powerful because the Father's heart is, is that all his children would get along kind of like parents and they want their children to get along and when we come together like that and the bottom line is Jesus is Lord of our life it's a very powerful thing and it's really I think it shows that God is getting ready to move in our area because He's bringing down all of those walls. So I'm excited about that. Amen. Well, Jill, I knew you from many years ago as a child. Didn't really know you well, but had had seen you. And God has, He had been wooing you to Himself and you had been crying out to God. Can you tell our listeners today about that? As everybody does, I had many struggles. Um, and didn't know what to do with them. So, uh, a last di ditch effort, you know, I guess. I prayed to God before, but not really prayed. Not cried out. Right. And um, he brought you to me. He brought uh, Kelly and Rachel and Kim to me. And uh, I'm inspired. God has been faithful to you, hasn't he, Jill? He has, yeah. Can I share with the listeners a little bit about your journey? Sure. Um, I was one day just going into a local coffee shop and really felt to invite you to a meeting I was going to be at. And you called me that afternoon and, and wanted to go and be part of that. And then from there, you had um, spent some time incarcerated. Is that right? That's true. Yeah. Did you feel a lot of shame from that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shame, guilt. Failure. Failure. Yeah. Rock bottom. Definitely. But that's where the Shire Town Baptist Church holds our prayer meetings on Monday, or has Bible study on Monday night. Uh, yeah. And that's where they begin to pour the Word of God in you. Yes. And that's life changing, isn't it? It definitely. 
What would you say to a listener today that may be at rock bottom? Maybe they have a child that's incarcerated. Maybe um, they're themselves are facing sentencing. What would you say to them? That uh, the Lord can help you through it. You know, all things are possible with God. And so he heard you crying out that day, didn't he? Had to have. Yep. And so you believe in the power of prayer, don't you, Jill? Absolutely. Well, Lori, God's answered some prayers for you in 2017. Some prayers <coughs> for your grandchildren, prayers that um, you personally have just the one little sparkler, um, and then the prayer of agreement, and then corporately, as we believe God to fulfill His promises to us. Tell our listeners today about that. Well, this last year has been rough for one of my grandchildren, but through the power of prayer and faith and trusting God with, with this grandchild, um, I have seen God carry this child through a very, very difficult time, and they're coming out on the other side of it, and I'm seeing glimmers of hope and joy and laughter and normalcy in their life that I didn't see a year ago. So I'm, I'm just so thankful that I know when we pray that God stops what he's doing and he hears us. Um, I'll never forget um, Pastor Rick Cavanaugh did a teaching on prayer and I'll never forget what he taught us and I think about it often. Um, he talked about a train having a powerful engine and the tracks that the train goes down. If you have all of this power in this engine of a train and there's no track to go down, the train doesn't move. So he compared it to the power of God the train being like the power of God and the tracks being like our prayers. So if we don't pray, there's no place for the power of God to go. But if we lay down the tracks of prayer, the power of God has a place to go. And so I think of that often, um, you know, when I'm, when I'm praying for different situations, I'm, I'm seeing in my mind's eye that power of God running down the tracks of that we're laying down of His Word. And so praying the Word is a powerful thing and knowing what God's perfect will is. God wants our grandchildren to be healthy and happy and in school and doing well. That is, that is His will for our children, to be healthy and happy and whole. And when they're not, you can be assured that the things that are coming against them are not of God. They are of the world and of the enemy. And so you have to stand in the gap for these people and you have to pray for them. And you also have to ask God to show you what your part is in that, what you can do to show them the love of God. Because I find most times it's because people don't love themselves. 
and they've had a lot of negative things happen or said to them in their lives. So you have to come against that with very positive words and very positive actions because love is not just words, love is action. See, when God showed us his love, he sent his son to die on that cross for us. He showed us by giving his only son. So that was an action. So I always ask God to show me what can I say or do to help show this person that you love them. You know, it comes to mind, Lori, is your little white sneaker story, how you had uh, was going on a trip. Can you tell our listeners today about that? I can. It was just pretty awesome because I had some big things going on in my life. And our family was planning a trip to Florida. And in preparation, I decided to get our three children all new sneakers and my husband. And <clears throat> I thought, well, you know, I'd rather save all of the extra money for when we get down there so that we can have fun when we're there. We were going to Walt Disney World. And so a thought passed through my mind when I was buying them sneakers. I thought it would really be nice to have a new white pair of sneakers for the trip but I don't need them. It just would be nice. So I didn't buy myself any sneakers. And the night before we went to go on the trip, I went to pick up one of our children at a friend's home. And their mother is a Christian. And she came out and she asked me if I could use some sneakers for the trip. And I said, well, I don't know, what size are they? And she told me the size and it was my size. And she said, they're just little white sneakers, but I bought them brand new and I've never worn them. So she brought them out and the minute that I took those sneakers in my hand, I just was in awe that God himself cared about such a little thing that he would cause one of my sisters in Christ to put it on her mind to bring those out to me. And when I had time to think about it further, I realized that God was saying much more than just that. But he was saying to me, Lori, if I care about you wanting a little white pair of sneakers for a trip. Don't you think I care about the big things? So it really put things in perspective to me that our God not only cares about the big things, but he cares about the little things and he knows. I had not spoken that to anyone that I wanted the sneakers. Only God himself heard that thought that passed through my mind. And so it was such a powerful testimony to me that he knows everything that I think, that I desire, that I worry about. And I've had to um, change worry to prayer because worry doesn't change anything, but prayer changes everything. And I think that testimonies um, like you're hearing today, hopefully will encourage your listeners, Angel, to not give up and to continue the good fight of faith 
and if they are discouraged to find another person to pray with or a prayer group to become a part of because it will encourage you and it will strengthen your prayer life and it will help you learn um, maybe more effective ways to pray. You know, whatever a listener would be battling today and life is a journey. I wish we it was perfect and we didn't have we didn't have all this these addictions and different things that that is in the world but they are um, but I love how like Prescott Wes- Wesleyan has celebrate recovery mm-hmm. we have celebrate recoveries in Holton at the Baptist Church uh, we have Shiretown Baptist going into um, the Holton jail we have um, friends helping friends Steve Lewis you know this is the kingdom this is building the kingdom this is the body of Christ helping each other and that's what it's all about isn't it Lori it is because I find when you try to do it by yourself it's very discouraging and you can give up pretty easily so if you're discouraged I would encourage you to please call another Christian friend that can pray in agreement with you um, and you'll be amazed at how powerful that is and how encouraging that is broken people and I can say around this table I would say the three of us have gone through some brokenness in our life um, they don't care how much we know as much as if we don't care for them if we don't show them that love that you're talking about I can remember one time I was going through just a horrible time I didn't even know if I could lift my head towards heaven I went out on the step and I looked up. But when I looked down, there was this big um, bag and it had a teddy bear in it. And it said, um, from Jesus. Do you remember that, Lori? I do, I do. Um, I, I, you know, sometimes God puts on our hearts. When you, I guess when you care and you love people the way God does, you will ask God to show you how to help them, how to support them, what it, what is it that they need. That's what I always do. When there's someone that I really care about, I will ask God, please show me how to help them. Sometimes he'll show me to give them something. Sometimes he'll show me to call them or to invite them over for a meal or to take them out. It, it just doesn't matter. He knows that person. And if you love them enough to ask God to show you, he, he will. Amen. Well, Jill, I want you to speak to the broken people today. I want you to, we've come through and still have journeys ahead, but you're just starting the journey of knowing Jesus. And I'm sure Lori's story about the white sneakers, I saw a smile come on your face. Mm -hmm. Isn't it amazing that Jesus knows how many hairs on Jillian's head? Yeah. That's what his word says. The ladies, we spoke of that in, at uh, at our Bible study, and uh, it's pretty amazing. It is. If you could say anything <clears throat> to those ladies that would come there on Monday nights, what would you say to them, Jill? Yeah. Um, open your heart. Pray with the ladies. They're wonderful. 
and they want the best for those girls. You know, uh, we came home and we went to the Festival of Trees. <laughs> that was nice. That was yeah. fun. And I just love Christmas. I love seeing all those trees and I thought, um, you know, I was praying, oh God, please let Jill win a tree. But um, <clears throat> it didn't, her name wasn't drawn. But I immediately when we got back to her home, um, we had received a, a text that um, he had opened a door of opportunity for her. And he reopened a door of opportunity, which is a miracle, I believe. So you know what? God answers prayer in different ways. Sometimes we think it would be one way, but ultimately he knows the way we should take. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think that we need to remember that when we're suffering and that we're when we're going through hard times that God is giving us more of a heart for the hurting so that when we do deal with them and we do try to help them that we will not condemn them or judge them that we will have a heart for the hurting because we've been there and we know what that feels like and we know what we needed we needed someone with compassion we needed someone who was gentle we needed someone who was loving and kind and that's that's the character of Christ so if we can just remember that no matter what we're going through that you know God is trying to form us to have more of his heart so that we can help others and do it in the right way mm. well we know that God hears and he answers prayer just as we started this broadcast today we know that Jesus is the answer Jill, is there one or two last thoughts you want to share before we um, close in prayer today? Um, Lord has blessed me. Many times over in this short time that I've known him. And I just praise the Lord. Amen. Lori, what's a few mm -hmm. closing thoughts you might have? Um, I love this sign that um, Andrew Walmack has on his fireplace, um, and it simply says, tell the kids I love them, signed God. And if I could say anything to your listeners is that God loves you, and if you had been the only person on this earth, he would have sent his son just for you. Amen. He says we're the apple of his eye. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to close with this prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you, as Lori and Jill shared tonight, that God, you are a God of love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that none should perish, but have everlasting life. 
So, Father, we thank you for pouring out your spirit from Arusta County, Maine. I thank you, Lord, um, across this nation and to the nations. We declare the word of the Lord. We thank you that we know that prayer changes things. And we come in agreement tonight and we declare over these airwaves that um, an awakening, a revival, a time of of coming together, of building the kingdom for such a time as this is happening in our nation and for your glory and your glory alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.